Hello Coven, I'm your host, Rachel Pond, and in today's episode, I will be discussing what I think is the most important thing for a beginner witch to know. Starting with research is, I will be repeating that throughout this podcast, research is the most important. Research and grounding are the two most important things. So, with that said, research the history of witchcraft. Um, research the types of witches. There are so many different types of witches. And just find the one that suits you best. And just because you find one, say you become, you classify yourself as a kitchen witch. It doesn't mean you're going to stay that way. As time goes on, you could change to a swamp witch or a um you know a green witch it there's so many different types so do your research across the board on everything um uh do research on the type of magic spells divination um symbols seals uh, deities, if you if you classify as pagan, I classify as pagan, but I don't necessarily have, um, I don't think that just because you're pagan you have to have deities, because I feel more drawn to my ancestors, as I mention quite frequently throughout my podcast, I work very closely with my grandfather, actually he's my step-grandfather, but he was more of a grandfather than my biological, so I just call him grandpa or pa um and then my biological grandfather i call him grandpa ralph because that was his name um but that's a little bit about me i also feel very drawn to working with my step-grandfather's mother great-grandmother and great-great-grandmother so three times great so that would be four times great for me but those at this point uh are the ones that I feel drawn with. So just because you ident- identify as, you know, whatever, doesn't mean you have to work with Greek gods and goddesses and etc. You know, you, you pick what you want. Um, it's not <clears throat> written in stone what you have to follow in your practice. It's your practice. You hone into it. You craft it the way that best suits you. So, yes, um symbols, deities, spirits, um, <clears throat> closed and open religions. If you class, if you follow a Christian or Catholic or Jewish or whatever religion, if you f- want to follow that and incorporate magic into it, go right ahead. There are witches out there that do it. It doesn't, you don't have to pick one or the other. Um, lucid dreaming, slash astro projection um grounding i and like i said at the very beginning when i started reading off this list grounding is so important because that way you can protect yourself if you know forbid that you come across somebody that hexes you or jinx you or if you um make a mistake i don't want to say make a mistake but if you um if an accident something goes wrong in your spell you're you're protected because you are grounded. Um, let's see. 
lost my notes. Grounding. Um, learn the herbs and crystals. Again, if you feel drawn to using them. Um, you know, personally, as I've mentioned before, I do not feel very drawn to using crystals. I like finding substitutes for crystals because sometimes, well, I'll just be honest. You, when you go into a, a store or you buy them online, uh, especially if you're buying them like secondhand, like on online, you don't know the history of that crystal. And um, so if you're able to find a seller that can prove to you that they are ethically sourced, uh, then, you know, <clears throat> then that's great. But if you don't want to, at this point or at all in your life, go through that hassle of doing that type of research and you want to find substitutes, again, that's something else I highly recommend to do research on. Um, I actually have a post on my Instagram of some substitutes for crystals, so you should check that out. Uh, moon cycle. I actually, next Saturday, that will be... Uh, the episode tracking of the moon and what the phases of the moons mean and what spells are best suited uh, for each phase of the moon. So stay tuned for that. That's next Saturday. Um, different types of spells, energy. So that's a list of things that I highly recommend that you do research on. Um, from there, um, you know, beginner witches. This goes right back to research, reading, studying. Google is your best friend. You know, like I said, books. If you are fortunate enough to have somebody that is already a witch, even if they don't practice the way that you desire to practice, you might be able to learn. Or I'll take that back. You will be able to learn something from them and that will... Um, help you grow your practice like I said even if it's not exactly the way that you want to practice you can still learn from their experience so you know if you have that opportunity to ask other people highly recommend that you do that uh, write the basics down even if it's something as simple as uh, a dream that you had or just a feeling that you're having write everything down because it helps you identify um, you know, your feelings and that helps you work in your practice better. That helps you craft your practice. So even if it feels like the most silliest thing, write it down. And that's something that I'm learning. Um, so, um, yeah, practice, practice, practice. You know, I just, I can't emphasize that enough. Just keep doing that. Um, let's see. And the other thing is, when I say practice, that doesn't always mean like practice, like the, the action of research and stuff, because I heard this example, um, a couple weeks ago, you can, you can read the handbook for driving. You can read that handbook that the DMV gives you all you want. But that doesn't make you an expert driver. You can memorize that book. You can, you can ace that test. But unless you actually physically get behind that wheel and, and practice driving, you will never know how to drive. You will never be able to. Now, of course, there are some people that, you know, just pick it right up. But that, still, they picked it right up because 
they got behind the car. They knew the skills. They read the book. They read the pamphlet. And then they put what they learned from the pamphlet in action. So, you know, I do. I recommend. But, you know, being beginners, don't feel stressed out. Don't feel like you have to do this huge elaborate spell. Less is more. So keep it basic. Keep it simple. I remember my first spell that was outside of the kitchen, I lit a candle. I put some mugwort um, in the candle holder. So as the candle was melting, it, you know, seeped into the mugwort. And I did a love spell. It was no one in particular that I was, you know, doing the spell for or, well, actually the spell was for me, you know, so love would find me. But the way my energy in the spell was that I'm, you know, it was it was an accompanying, is that the right word, accompanying kind of spell? So, like, not only in, 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 um, and grow the love that I have for myself, but just bring positive love, whether that's more friends, a significant other. Um, because when you are on a higher vibration, that will bring other people that are on similar vibrations to you. Again, whether that's, you know, a significant other or more friendships and you who, especially in today's time, we cannot have too many friends, you know, it's always nice to have people around that care for you. So keep it super, super simple. Don't be worried. Your intention is the most important thing. If your intention is set properly, then it will work. Now, that doesn't mean the spell is going to work overnight. No, 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 no. It might take some time, especially considering that it's your first spell, but it will work. I promise you. Um, ooh. <laughs> Sorry, I hit a button and... Pull my notes back up here. Um, like I just said, simple magic practice. Keep it super simple. Um, <clears throat> let's try and see here. Find my notes. Um, find, um, com- seek communication with other. Um, with nature, seek communication. So, um, go for hikes. Uh, even if you're, you know, because I know it's starting to get chilly out there, especially here, uh, in Connecticut. So I don't spend as much time as I used to outside, but like, even if I'm waiting for an Uber to come pick me up, you know, I've got tons of beautiful trees around my apartment. So in order to ground myself and stay in touch with nature, I place my hand on the tree, you know, and I just let the tree, you know, ground me and and, and we become one. If you listen, nature will talk to you. I know that sounds hippy dippy and, and, and crazy, but trust me. It might, it won't be like you and your best friend talking in like actual words, but nature will let you know what, um, what, how to better your practice. How, nature will ground you and you will, um, 
be able to hone into what mother nature needs. That's what I was looking for. Mother nature will let you know what you can do to, to better this universe, to better the planet. It, it's amazing how mother nature will speak to you. Um, so yeah, highly recommend that you do that. Um, Oh, I, I already said this, but I'm going to emphasize it more. Focus on your energy. Your energy is key. Anything else that you add to your practice, the the herbs, the incense, the candle, uh, the fancy words that you might come up for your, 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 your spell, all that stuff, all the crystals, all that fancy stuff that you see on TikTok or, or um, I guess it's called witch talk um, or, or anywhere else, all that fancy stuff. You don't need it. You, you yourself are the most powerful tool that you can use in your spell. If you have absolutely, absolutely nothing else but just you and your phalanges, your little fingers, <laughs> um, that is all you need. You are the tool. Remember that. Even when, that's something that I remind myself constantly where I'm like, oh, this witch is better. She's doing it better. He's doing it better. Why can't I be like them? I'm like, no, Rachel, you, you are perfect for what you need. Use what you have within you. And that will make the most beautiful, powerful spell uh, ever, you know, enchantment, whatever you want to call it. That um, is what you need. You are what you need. Don't compare yourself to anyone else because that will just drive you insane. Um, so just remember that you are everything that you need for your spells and your practice. Um, connection with ancestors. If you are able to, I am fortunate enough to have my grandmother that lives like 15 minutes away from me. I am very fortunate. She's 89 years old. She's a beautiful woman. I am, I am so glad and lucky to have her in my life. She was the last judge in Guilford, the next town over from where I live. She grew up, um, <clears throat> lived in Guilford. She was the last judge there that did not need to go to college. She worked her way up from working on the switchboard. This is way back when um, people didn't really, people didn't have phones like we have, uh, you would call the switchboard, they would take a cord and plug it into the wall and connect you to, so if you called the fire station, she would be the one that answered and you'd be like, I need the fire station. She'd be like, hold on one minute. She'd plug the wire into the fire station. The fire station would get the call and then they would come and put out your fire. Um, so she worked her way up from that position to secretary of the judge. When the judge was ready to retire, He's like, Shirley, you're the perfect person for this position. And um, she ran and she won. And she held the position of uh, the judge of Guilford for, I think it was, I want to say 25 years. I want to say. Um, so she is amazing. She is all about that um, woman empowerment, you know, Men can do whatever guys can do. It's, she's amazing. So I'm fortunate enough to have her around. And whenever I have questions about uh, my family, uh, my ancestors, 
she's right there and she doesn't always have the right answer but she answers my question to the best of her ability and like I said this goes back to uh research I want for Christmas um for yeah I'm gonna say Christmas because I'm just used to saying that you know but um for Yule I want to uh buy myself one of those 23andMe kind of things like so I can you know, spit in the cup and find out more about my family um, heritage, you know, where we came from and uh, different things. And I also want to see if I can pay a little extra and see if they can connect me with relatives that are still alive. Um, You know, Um, I think that would be super cool because one of these days I do, I want to travel to Europe um, and uh, especially England. I've always wanted to go to England and both my uh, step-grandfather and my grandmother, they, um, their families originated from um, England. Uh, they've been in, you know, my, my mom's side of the family has been in America for like 200 plus years. So it's been a long time, but I would like to go back. Um, my sister, she recently got her passport. I think she got it uh, beginning of t- 2019, so last year. And, um, my dad's side of the family is from Italy. So that's, since it, in, it's been less, my dad's side of the family has only been in America for like, I think 150 years. So it was much easier to do research and go back and, and improve that we originated from Italy on my dad's side of the family than opposed to my mom's. Um, so I would like to do that for both sides. Cause right now I feel very close to my mom's side of the family um, ancestor wise, but I would like to learn about my dad's side of the family and see if that will help me tap into, feel closer to my ancestors on my father's side of the family. So that's a little bit about my family and why I'm so glad to have my grandmother around. Um, and when unfortunately that day comes that she won't be here, I can hold on to, um, the information that she has, you know, blessed me with. And not only will that keep those ancestors alive but that will keep her alive because that's something that I can hold on to I can remember that she and I did um so um yeah okay let's see here um so um Yeah, what if you're adopted and, like, your uh, family, you know, your adopted mother or father and grandparents can't tell you directly about um, your your heritage, you know? Um, Again, the internet is an amazing thing. Uh, Personally, I wasn't adopted, but this is what I, I, my suggestion. Uh, Contact the adoption agency. Do research. Again, the like those um, family research, like the 23s and me's, do that and see what comes up with that. I'm sure you get very lucky. Uh, so, um, you know, there are stories all the time of people that have been adopted and they go on Facebook and they, they find their parents. And so they're able to, you know, find a closure that way. So there's a way to do it. Again, this is coming from somebody that, you know, grew up in the home that to the people they were born to. So I was never adopted, but this is just something that I, 
you know, just adv- advice from somebody that was clearly not adopted. I'm sorry if that's, <laughs> it doesn't help, but, um, yeah. <clears throat> Let's see here. More notes. Um, what is so, I know I've, I've touched on connecting with your ancestors, but how to go about connecting through meditation. I, I shared a story on um, last week's uh, Halloween's episode of how I was meditating at the cemetery and I was able to tune um, to, um, uh, I don't want to say summon, but I, when I was meditating, like a vision of my step-grandmother on uh, my gre- step, uh, I mean, uh, my great-grandmother on my step-grandfather's side. So his mother came forward in my meditation and her father came through. So, um, yeah, uh, meditation, um, journaling, you know, journaling, anything, um, any sort of research that you find in your studies, whether it's through a 23andMe kind of test or asking questions to relatives, anything, writing it down, that will make it so that uh, you feel more connected with your ancestors and that will help grow your practice. Um, so I highly recommend that. Um, spirit animals. Um, again, not everyone feels drawn to working with spirit animals, but if you do, um, there's plenty of tests um, quizzes online, or you could do the way I do it. The way I do it, I don't know if a lot of other people do this because, you know, I only know one other witch and she prefers to do, when she wanted to figure out her spirit animal, she did like, she went to this website online and, you know, did it that way. But with me, the way I prefer to, um, figure out what spirit animals are mine, if I feel drawn to them, then to me, they are. They are my spirit animals. I don't feel like I need to do a test. I feel like my gut, my intuition will let me know. So I had a pet chicken when I was a child. To me, I feel very drawn to chickens. I feel like chickens, spiders, um, seahorses, snakes, um, and that dogs. I love dogs. (laughs) I wish I had one. But, um, so those are a few that I feel like are my spirit guide. And if you feel connected to them, most likely they are your spirit guide. So if you don't feel drawn to letting the computer telling you, um, yeah, this is your spirit guide, uh, then don't just go with what your guide it says. Now, um, if you want to go into further detail and find out what that animal represents, then by all means, but again, you could make up your own meaning behind that animal. So like snakes represent change and growth and getting rid of the new because of the shedding of the skin. But if for you, snakes represent love and happiness, then let that be your, your, um, your meaning of the animal. Don't allow other people's definition to define your definition. Make your own. That's what, this is, this is the most beautiful thing because it's your practice. You can hone everything to best suit you. Of course, as long as you're not doing anything to harm yourself or anyone. Keep that in mind. Um, if you feel so inclined, uh, do research on gods and goddesses. 
especially if you are feeling drawn to a particular one. I know Hecate is one that a lot of people like to work with. Um, fun fact, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but uh, the beginning of October, October 1st, I legally changed my name. So my name at birth was Rachel Kristen DeRosa. And as I have expressed to you guys, I do not <laughs> have a good relationship with my family, uh, especially my father. Um, so I have wanted, changing my name has been something that I've wanted to do for a long time. And um, I just never really put thought into it of how to go about it. But one of my friends, she changed her name. And I was like, oh my God, that's, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. So I did, I changed my name. So now my name is Rachel Catherine Pond. Catherine, because that is the Americanized um, version of Hecate. Hecate was the mother, the Greek mother of all magic and witchcraft amongst many different things. But that was my homage to her. Because even though I don't feel like working with deities, gods and goddesses, um, I love Greek mythology. I mean, all day, every day. And Pond was my step-grandfather's mother. So my great-grandmother. That was her maiden last name. Um, so uh, my grandfather, my step-grandfather, he loves his, you know, his, his mother. And I love him. So that's my way of keeping both of their memories alive. So, um, yeah. Let's see here. Um, so that's a little bit about gods and goddesses and a little bit about me. And, um, <clears throat> again, if you do not feel drawn to having a deity, having a god and goddess working with them, you don't have to. Don't feel pressured into doing something that you do not feel called to. Now, I want to talk a little bit about candles. Um, so I want to start off right off the bat. If you have... If you feel like you are going to do a spell and you need, you want to have a candle, but you only have a white candle or, or you're seeking a black candle, let's say, or a purple candle, but, but you're going store to store and you can only find white candles, use it. White candles are in, interchangeable. So, because it's pure, it's white. So it, it can adapt to whatever you need. If you need a purple candle, but you can only find a white one, go ahead use it. Um, so I'm going to put that out there first. Um, but the, um, properties of each candle, a white candle, purity, peace, uh, virgility, uh, the gods, gods and goddesses. So that's a white candle. But again, like I said, it can be used for anything, uh, black, um, <sighs> protection, um, protection is the key with, with black, um, blinding, um, shape shifting. Um, let's see here. Uh, red is element of fire, obviously, uh, blood of the moon, strength, um, fast action. So if you want, uh, your, spell to be moved um fast like do you want to like you know express <laughs> amazon prime kind of thing you know red um but again again if you don't have red but you only have white go ahead use white 
intention is the most important thing. I am going to keep saying that. Um, green. Earth. Um, um, let's see. Cycle. Cycle of healing. Growth. Personal goals. Um, and I'm going to add money into that. Because green is the, rep, you know, the color. When you think green, you think money. Uh, purple. Uh, spiritual powers. Uh, hidden knowledge. Uh, psychic abilities. Um, gray. Um, uh, goddesses. Um, astral energy. Teleportation. Dreams. Uh, yellow. The element of air. Sun. Uh, intelligence, memory, orange, general sources. So just general, you know, whatever it, it all. Uh, property of deals, um, legal matters, and justice. Um, so that is that. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> um. Lunar phase, divination. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if I covered it, but like the history of magic. If, if you do research on that, I highly recommend that you do that. If you haven't done it, I'm actually starting that process. I actually just got a book uh, off eBay of uh, the history of uh, paganism. Um, let's see if I can find the book. So if you guys are interested in purchasing it, um, I haven't uh, started reading it yet. But, um, you know, with this election and everything, I've been so engulfed with, with the news. But the book is The Pagan uh, Religions of the um, Ancestor British Isles. Um, their nature and um, so yeah, so I'm pretty excited to jump into this, and the author is, uh, Randall Hunton, so Randall H-U-T-T-O-N, um, so that is something that I'm going to start doing, um, it might be good to start doing that today, uh, give myself a break from the news, because it doesn't seem like there's going to be any changes, although who knows, when you guys listen to this, you know, because I'm recording this at 6 a.m. and this is going to go straight up. So if you guys are listening to this anytime past Saturday, who knows? We might have a def- definitive answer of who is our president for 2021. But uh, yeah, so uh, I think I'm going to leave the episodes there for this week. And next weekend, as I previously um, said in the beginning of this episode, next week's episode is going to be about the cycle of the moon, all the phases, and what spells are best suited. Not that there's a better or worse, but what spells are typically done on each phase of the moon. So stay tuned for that for next week. Uh, But till then, Coven.